0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Therapy Thoughts. We still don't have a new name, but we're working on it. It's a whole work in process or progress or whatever you want to call it. Hello, Randy Cash over there.
1: I love the name of the new <laughs> pod, The new, the the, 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 you know what I'm trying to
0: say. You think it should be Hello, Randy Cash over there?
1: Yeah, that's, I like that.
0: That should be your new name?
1: Anything that uh, garners me more attention.
0: Yeah, you're hilarious. Yep, yep, yep. No, I was listening back to um, last week's episode. We covered a bunch of stuff.
1: And I was babbly.
0: You were babbly. It's all right. I don't mind the babbly. Because I, I really feel like you do impart real sort of information about your own experience. And I know there are people that can relate to it. And then I kind of bring in the psychological side of things. It's all, it's all a balance.
1: That was a very, very sweet, wonderfully <laughs> polite way of saying, Randy Cash, you make everything all about you.
0: No. <laughs> What I'm, That is not what I'm saying. I walked away from the microphone. Sorry about that. That was very um, sweet.
1: Thank you. Was it? Yeah. 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 Um,
0: Most people
1: just say, stop making it about you.
0: Oh, hush. Honestly, I think we all make it about us. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do. We As we go through life. I'm just honest about it. Well, yeah, and I think there's something to be really respected about that. Um Damn right. I don't think it's wrong to have, you know, your self-interest in mind, but I also think that it's important to be able to look at things from other people's perspectives. Um, it is Self-Care Awareness Month, and so, hey, maybe there's okay. some focus on the self that is okay and, and a good idea. Last week I had said, okay, you know, next week we are going to have to tackle this whole topic of boundaries. Boundaries, mm. boundaries, boundaries. You know what?
1: Most people don't understand the boundaries. They
0: do not. They do not. And and we live in a world that's not very good at respecting boundaries. And so the idea is that I think a lot of people walk around expecting other people or the world at large to respect their boundaries. But really, it should be kind of flipped in that, as people, we are the ones that are responsible for teaching other people yes. how to treat us. Yes. And that happens through the boundaries that we set.
1: I say that all the time. You Do you teach really? teach people how you want to be treated.
0: Yes. See, yes. that's why we get along, Randy Cash. I have said that for years. Mm-hmm. So we are on a wavelength. But seriously, I mean, I, I saw a quote the other day that said, boundaries are the way for me to love myself and you well. That if I can set boundaries, it allows me to have the space to take care of me and to also give to you or whoever it may be in a way that feels authentic and it's not depleting.
1: I like that. That's yeah? very, very eloquent. Is I it? Like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of times I like to use the um, the fence analogy to talk mm-hmm. about boundaries. Okay, so kind of imagery-wise, go with me here, right? I'm, I'm there. You're there? Okay. So let's imagine a chain link fence, chain link fence, got a bunch of holes in it. There's not a lot of privacy. You might keep like a small dog in a backyard. Sure. But in terms of really having a lot of privacy from the outside world, not a whole lot. Right. There's a lot of permeability of a chain link fence. All right. Now, other end of the spectrum, imagine that you have a 10 foot concrete wall and a moat.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm talking okay. about. You
0: don't need a ten foot concrete wall and a moat. When
1: we were talk when you were just talking, I was yeah. writing down on my notes right there it says see, wall. Yep. wall
0: wall. That is what you said. You wrote down wall. So here's the thing about the wall though it really does keep out too much. It does not nice. allow you to be accessible. You're right. And it will keep you very shut off from it the will. world around you. Now, sometimes you might actually feel like you need that level of, of disconnection. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then self care is really going to be where I get you to start because that means that you're being depleted more than you're giving back to yourself. And so see, this all, it all ties together. Okay. So on one extreme, we've got the chain link fence. On the other extreme, we've got the 10-foot concrete wall with a moat. Ideally, what you would have, boundary-wise, is an 8-foot privacy fence with a locked gate. You get to decide who goes in and out of the gate. You get to determine if you feel like opening the gate to let people in or if you want to exit and go out and see the world. But you're the one that's the gatekeeper. And so the idea of boundaries is that we need to have a good balance between not too free and open, and not so closed off that there's no connection, because as people, we really are looking for connections. I mean, that is one of those things mm-hmm. about how we are wired, that we want to connect with people. We want to have, you know, really meaningful relationships and to be able to find other people that kind of get us that we can connect with. So if we have too much of a of that wall mm-hmm. between us and other people, then we're not going to be able to build those connections. But if we let people take advantage of our kindness or our generosity or our willingness to do for others, if we let people take advantage of that, it's going to feel like we're being depleted.
1: I get that 100%. Yeah.
0: It is. I think it's hilarious you wrote down wall.
1: It is. I... It is, uh, it can get a bit uh, lonely over here on this side of the wall. Yeah. All by yourself.
0: Right. And I uh, think there's a lot of people that would feel into, that way. Yeah. And
1: then it, they, you got to be careful because it can totally, uh, you could get sucked down that rabbit hole into all mm-hmm. your negative things that we've talked about in the previous weeks.
0: Absolutely. Easily. Yes. Absolutely. That's and why that I, you... I go to
1: open mic and drink.
0: Oh my goodness! That's a whole other concept. We have we're gonna have to psychologically analyze Randy Cash. Oh, I see that playing. happening now. Well, no,
1: you do, man, because it, I I I am notorious for wall but i do i there is in in my wall there's like this little i don't know six foot stretch of that chain link fence yeah
0: yeah absolutely and i think that's actually probably a more accurate way to describe it i think that we all have areas of our lives where maybe we do let people in or we have some closeness Mm -hmm. but we do sometimes go back to that wanting to self-preserve and take care of that you know internal kind of scary stuff and we do kind of want to shut people out um What's interesting about boundaries and sort of the goal and the outcome that comes from boundaries is that it will help us to create healthier relationships. It will actually increase our own self-esteem and it will help us reduce levels of stress, anxiety and depression. This is if we have healthy boundaries. Mm -hmm. I did. um, I've written a blog on this a number of uh, probably back in like uh, late spring. And I did one of my therapy thoughts workshops um, on this very topic because I think boundaries is something we we don't have enough of, we need more of, and I think everyone is trying yes. to figure out how to set them and what they are. So I thought it might be helpful if I go through kind of the list or like the different types of boundaries and we can maybe talk briefly about each one Um just so people have an idea of when I say boundaries, what do I actually mean? Because I think it's confusing.
1: Yeah, boundaries are something, man, I think you need to establish immediately. Yeah. with Even if they're like small Mm -hmm. boundaries with every person you meet in every situation, business, friendship, romantic, casual acquaintance, everything.
0: Absolutely. Because you teach them how to treat you. And this goes back to that, you know, when we do meet someone new, specifically from a relationship perspective, we want to show up as authentically as we can. Because if we show up... Sort of halfway engaged or halfway connected or we don't really put our truth out there Then it's sort of setting a tone for dishonesty and inauthenticity as we go, but that's a whole other conversation We'll get back to that Um, that. Right, I know so here are the types of boundaries and then we'll kind of go back and talk about them We've got physical boundaries Mm -hmm. emotional boundaries Intellectual boundaries sexual boundaries Material boundaries (laughs) and time boundaries. Yes. That's a lot of areas. What is that? One, two, three, four, six different ones. That's Mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. Okay. So, physical boundaries. This is going to be sort of anything related to physical space, Mm. physical touch. You know, this could be somebody as simple as like the close talkers that get all up in your face and, you know, you keep having a backup and they Mm -hmm. keep getting closer. And it's like, I mean, that is in a sense. A boundary.
1: Absolutely. Because you
0: feel like your personal space is kind of being invaded, and and you don't like it.
1: Right. I don't like people touching me, man. I don't like okay, it. Okay,
0: there you go. I don't
1: like it. Some people, if I know and we're sure. familiar... Yeah, and that whole gentleman got to shake hands crap, like, man, I want to touch somebody else's hand. Dude. <laughs> you know, I know what I've been doing with my hand, so I'm oh, thinking, boy. dude, if you do half the stuff with your hand <laughs> that I'm doing with my hand that I'm going to extend to you, I do not want to touch your hand. You know what? M- messes me out. So, like, so
0: much info here.
1: Now, like, with the comics, dude, I've, I'm starting to train them. Like, dude, no, we got to start fist bumping. Fist bumping, Some on my couple yeah. Of, no, a couple of dudes I, I come in and hug and stuff. Yeah. And they, you know, they deserve it. And But we got you establish
0: those boundaries, yes. you know, if someone goes in to hug you and you don't feel comfortable with that, then you should mm. extend your hand or take a step back. Um, a, a great example. I was at um, I was at an event not that long ago and there was someone that I saw hug hug my girlfriend and I had had some familiarity with this person and I'm kind of awkward sometimes in these kind of settings. I don't quite know what to do so trying to follow suit I went to go give this person a hug and they put their hand out and I uh. completely made it awkward and I'm like but I called myself on it. I was like yep leave it to me to make this completely awkward. Uh. I am so sorry and I shook their hand because I want to respect other people's boundaries right. just as much as I want mine respected. Um. So this shows up in lots of settings and okay. lots of relationship kind of dynamics, and as we go, you'll see that there is some overlap because the physical boundaries could also be sort of encompassed into sexual boundaries. But we'll get to that in right. a second.
1: That's why you got a fist bump, dude, because you know the <laughs> fist bump—you can turn that into a jab if you have
0: to. <laughs> right, close. just in case you need to punch somebody. somebody okay, that's a whole creepy. other rule. I but think. See, but yeah. somebody
1: gets creepy, yeah, you, that's why the fist bump
0: works. Oh my goodness. Um. Okay emotional boundaries this is going to be how we share information about our feelings but also how other people share with us now this happens a lot to me because as a therapist even before i was a therapist i would be the person that would be like in line at the walmart or something and there would be like a person in front of me and they would just start talking about like yeah i'm gonna get my leg drained this week and i'm like i don't want to know that like is there something about me that makes you think i want to know some gross detail about your upcoming procedure and I don't know you like mm. it's just an interesting sort of experience when somebody overshares. so emotional boundaries you just want to be mindful of am I sharing too much information and by too much information you're going to have to kind of check yourself and go mm. is this information that I feel like this person really needs or if someone is sharing with you are, are they giving me more information in detail than I really need
1: I do it all the time do man. You? yes Yes, I'm. You overshare. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm also hypocritical uh, because when people overshare with me, I'm yeah, I'll tell them. But yeah, (laughs) I do that. Yeah, I have been lately oversharing. May I may I I'm trying to open up more Mm -hmm. and. I'm finding when I do, maybe I overshare. That's all interesting. I'm saying. Yeah. But,
0: you know, I will say too that this whole concept of emotional boundaries, we do want to have vulnerability with what we share. And we all have a story that could potentially help or, you know, encourage someone else along their own journey. So there is a balance, right? This is why right. you've got to keep that fence analogy in your head of like, or. Is that an analogy or a metaphor, whatever it is, Both. you know what I'm saying. Um, you have to keep that in mind because you do want to make sure that you're you're being respectful of not just your own fence, but also the other person's. Right. Okay. So then we have intellectual boundaries. Um, this is going to be anything related to your thoughts, your ideas. Um, are you are you sharing information, and then it's being belittled by somebody? I think this happens a lot in workplace settings where you may Mm -hmm. have a great idea and you share it. And there are respectful ways to tell someone you disagree. You don't have to belittle and dismiss them as though they are unimportant. You can literally go, "Okay, I see where you're coming from. I may not completely agree. Here's my perspective and try to reach some agreement rather than, no, that's wrong. Here's how we're going to do it. Or you don't know what you're talking about. This is the way it's going to be. Because we all come to every situation with all of our experiences in tow. And we are going to respond to the situation and react to the things that are happening based on our own experience. Just because we may not agree with someone does not mean that we get to like poo-poo all over what they're saying. Because that might be very true for them. This is where tolerance becomes a Mm. really big key here. One of the things I know we talked about um, a couple of weeks ago was the whole concept of using social media and how people are just sort of behind their screens, just yelling right. at each other. And this is where sometimes we have to find middle ground or we have to be able to say, you know, I can agree to disagree with you and that's OK. I can I would rather preserve the friendship or the relationship or whatever it may be that I have with you than it would be to say you have to agree with me and I have to agree with you on everything because that's yeah. just not life.
1: The, and, you know, it seems to me, man, that's kind of how we're swaying I know. in society, that if, if you disagree, you yeah. you're, then you're wrong and, you mm-hmm. know, you must be just eliminated, yeah. basically. And I know. like, that's the beautiful thing about mm-hmm. individuality is yes. everyone's different. A little, Absolutely. Yeah. We're all equal, but I mean, we're all a little different, man.
0: And if we can have some empathy, I shared a really interesting little quote on my (laughs) the ability to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and just imagine where they're coming from. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Just to be able to sort of ask, like, do I even understand where they may be coming from? Am I able to even imagine? their worldview, even if just for a second, I don't have to understand and agree with everything they're saying. But if I just dismiss it outright and I don't even give it a chance to live, then all that does is create divisiveness and a continuation of separateness. Mm -hmm. We have to be able to find middle ground. And going back to that idea of the fence, we have to have some middle ground between, you know, I may not agree with everything someone else says to me. But there are so many times that if I just dismissed an idea that I didn't understand, I would have missed out on a really great learning experience. Because even if I evaluate their point of view and I go, yeah, I still don't agree, it did at least force me to sit with my own thoughts and beliefs enough to go, well, what do I think about that? How do I feel? And then I was able to be more in touch with me and and what it is that I believe and hold true.
1: Yeah, you need to have a larger view of everything mm-hmm. to make a decision i just get so and you know, everybody gets just so like stuck in with those blinders on you yep. know and don't want to oh what i think it has to absolutely be right and nobody else can have anything to say about this it's just all about this way i feel and thinking yeah. it's very uh i don't know limiting
0: it is very limiting it's, as
1: they say Basic.
0: It is. It is very basic and limiting. Um, so then if we move into the concept of sexual boundaries, this is going to be a compilation of physical, emotional, and intellectual boundaries. Like all of those things sort of come together in a way. On that a good day. <laughs> All right. Pun intended. That was funny. Um, But yeah. so all of those things coalesce and and end up being a combination of things that also happen in a sexual realm. The difference being that we are specifically talking from a sexual boundary perspective. About, you know, not wanting to engage in activities or sexual acts that may or may not make us comfortable. It could be as simple as someone making a comment that makes us uncomfortable. And that's the reason that the whole concept of harassment and sexual harassment exists is that. It's not always about being physically touched. It's sometimes just about the the pervasiveness of someone's comments or pressuring us to sit and listen to a joke that makes us uncomfortable or whatever right. that may be. So when you're thinking about um, sexual boundaries, you just want to be aware of the fact that if you're going to engage in a sexual concept or a sexual activity, you need to make sure you're on the same page with the other person yeah,
1: absolutely. and
0: that you can advocate for what your needs and your wants are, that you don't have to go along with anything just because someone asks you to exactly. or wants you to. Yeah, I
1: agreed. think in the
0: dating world that we're in right now, um, there's a lot of this, you know, just sort of meeting online and then meeting to hook up. And I think there's a, oh my goodness, I think there's a lot of pressure that people feel sometimes to go along with that. And in my practice, I hear lots of people go, God, I just wish I could meet somebody and like go to dinner with no pressure. And so if that is what you're looking for, put that boundary out there from the beginning. Let people know what Uh, your intentions are. And that goes back to that. How do we show up? You know, are we showing up in an authentic way?
1: First of all, Uh um, why, in the name of all that's good and evil, are you on Tinder trying to find a boyfriend or a girlfriend?
0: Well, that's a good point. I think, you know, I think.
1: I don't, so- I, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You're man. Okay. But dude, okay. because you hear people saying, you know, I just, you know, everybody, guys just want sex and that's all yeah. I care about. And then they make the app that's for people like me that just want to do that kind of thing. Oh, my thing, goodness. Okay? Right. Right. So okay, if you are gonna like do something silly like looking for love in all the wrong places, <laughs> you just put right there at the top. Not looking for a hookup, and then yeah. all the degenerates like me see that and we swipe left and we will leave you alone.
0: Absolutely, but
1: the boundaries there, and I'm yes, I'm, in my infinite silliness of whatever I'm getting to here, <laughs> I appreciate that very much, and it shows, and it's it's right there immediately. Yeah, First, you just it say, puts
0: it out there, puts it out there. Yes. <sighs> I agree. Boundary
1: established. You yes. see how easy that was, and really how simple is. it was, yes. and it saved you. A
0: bunch of my crap it, right and it and it allows you to be very authentic in how you're showing up yes. I've even had people say well if I put that on there I'm gonna get less people that comment Good. okay but if you're not yes. looking for that then you don't want to put that out yes. there right absolutely. absolutely yeah it's a whole process
1: aren't you glad you have me around
0: I am you just give me you all sorts of give me that
1: look like I'm starting to have second thoughts about
0: I that am story. not oh my goodness no I like your perspective on it because like I said I go to it from the clinical side of things and I can get way clinical with it but then you're like okay let me tell you how it really is I think it's a good balance I really do online
1: dating man I'm I'm, personally that's how everybody I feel meets now yeah and it's almost like Creepy. If if I were to see like an attractive woman at the grocery store and I just simply said hi, my name is Randy and introduced myself, I kind of feel creepy nowadays.
0: Yeah, because it's almost like we've gone to this online forum, but that means even more reason that we need to have boundaries. We need to put out there what our expectations are, because if not, we might be walking into a scenario or a situation that really doesn't serve us or isn't what we're looking for. So it is. I mean, it's a whole process. All right, so we got a couple more boundaries, and then I think we'll have to wrap up for the day because, ooh, we are getting wordy. Okay. Um, Hi, but I will ch-
1: shut up. I'm sorry
0: hey, I am not getting on to you. All right, um, material boundaries. This also includes money boundaries. Mm. Um, This is anything having to do with personal possessions, um, how you choose to share things with others. Um, I'll use an example that happened a number of years ago. I'm I'm trying to remember if it was someplace I was living. um, I let someone borrow like my vacuum and it came back and it was broken. And it's like, okay, that's an example of a material boundary not being respected. If I'm gonna trust you enough to give you something to use that's, you know, you're not paying for, you're just borrowing, and you give it back to me in a worse condition than I gave it to you, that's not being respectful. Now, I realize it's just a vacuum. It's not a big deal. But what if that was, hey, I loaned somebody, you know, 20 bucks or I loaned somebody $2,000. It really doesn't matter the amount. It's more about the integrity related to are you keeping your word? Are you allowing people to know that if you do something to help them, they're going to help you back and vice versa? Again, we teach people how to treat us. Mm -hmm. But I get asked all the time, like, how How do you deal with that? And so it may be that you have really strong boundaries that say things like, I don't loan money to people or I don't give money to family. I hear that a lot. You know, like I I feel like if it's a a stranger, they're almost more likely to, you know, abide by my boundaries than if it's someone that I'm, you know, familially connected to. So it's just this idea of how do I let people use my possessions? How do I protect those possessions? That kind of thing. And then finally, we have time boundaries. Mm. And this is essentially how we choose to spend our time. I know, right? It's sort of, in some regard, they're all big, but I feel like the time Mm. boundary is the one that is like bristled and just steamrolled past more than any of them in some regards because there will never be a shortage of people or things or, or events or whatever coming at you saying I need you to do this for me. I want you to do this for me. Can I come spend time with you? Can we go do this? How about this thing over here? And what happens is that we can spread ourselves so thin that we don't have any emotional juice left to give to ourselves because we are being pulled in a million directions and we're not saying no. Mm. Saying no is not a bad thing. In fact, saying no is a boundary. And if someone reacts with a form of hostility towards you when you do say no and you push back, that really does give you some information about their level of respect for you or about Mm -hmm. how much they're willing to let you have a boundary. Maybe they struggle with their own version of boundaries. Maybe they're not able to say no when they should be saying no. Mm -hmm. But saying, you know, saying no or not spreading ourselves too thin or deciding, I would rather say yes to three commitments. And make those the most awesome interactions ever than to say yes to 30 commitments and to be so exhausted and so spread thin that I can't give my full attention or my full self mm-hmm. to any of them.
1: My time is my most valuable commodity.
0: Yeah. And we don't it's, get any more of it, you know. This is
1: exactly right. Yeah. I don't chase people anymore. Good for you. Like I don't, I, w- I won't chase like women to date. I don't chase, That's good. you know someone's friendship attention mm-hmm. affection anything anymore mm-hmm. and, you know if you if you're not interested that's totally cool i don't want to be somewhere that i'm not wanted yeah so yeah
0: absolutely my time and is
1: i didn't mean to interrupt you you're going short man i'm not like old but i'm mm-hmm. midlife sure so i'm like okay mid li- midlife what does that mean? I'm midway through my life. So yeah. it means half of my time is mm-hmm. gone.
0: Absolutely. Yeah,
1: so it's, it's even more valuable to me now. Mhm. So yeah.
0: One of the things I will say though, yeah. if you're new to this whole boundary world and you haven't done a lot of setting of boundaries in your past, when you do start to set them, people are not always going to like it because nope. people usually are benefiting from your lack of boundaries. They are getting mm-hmm. a lot of their needs met, even if you're not getting your needs mm-hmm. met. And so that's what goes back to that idea that when I set boundaries, it's a way for me to love myself and also the people in my life very well and to make sure that I am being very intentional and mindful of what What I'm doing with my time, with my space, with my material possessions, with my relationships and allowing me to have like a really firm understanding of who I am and how I show up in the world. People will respect boundaries. They yeah. they, they do like kind of conform to your setting of them, but it takes some time, especially if you're not used to it. And I'm sure we're going to talk about boundaries a lot on this whole show mm-hmm. yeah. because they're a bit. it's a big topic. It really if, is. Dude,
1: if somebody's not going to respect your boundaries, you don't need them around anyway. Trust me on that. I would, I would that. kind of
0: agree with you there. And because you, you are worth preserving, you know, you Absolutely. have great, awesome things to give to this world. And if people are depleting you, then you're not going to have those reserves to give That's right so man. Cut yeah the,
1: cut the cord with the toxic people in your life man mm-hmm. That's what i say it's what i do I look hear at you. how great i'm doing
0: oh <laughs> my goodness you're hilarious Oof. speaking of how great you're doing if people want to follow along with your comedic endeavors how can they find you
1: on Instagram, at our cash comedy. That's all right.
0: how. That's how. They can just get all your info that way?
1: That's the easiest thing to do.
0: All right. Well, if people are interested in following along with what I'm doing, I do have a weekly blog on my website, lindsaywalden.com. You can find my page on Facebook, at Lindsay Walden Consulting. And you can find me on Instagram, walden underscore lindsay. I think in the next couple of weeks, we will have finally figured out what the heck we're going to call this show going forward. But for now, thanks for co-hosting with me again on Therapy Thoughts, Randy Cash. We will be back next week with more.